supper time with Boma reservations. You can eat Boma anytime. It doesn't matter if you want to book reservations on your Walt Disney World vacation to, say, Boma or any of the other popular restaurants throughout the resort. The best way to take that uh, challenge off your plate is to call Becca at Adventure is Out There Travel. Adventure is Out There Travel can help you book concierge level service, discounts, and help book an all around great vacation. That's Becca, B E K K A, at adventureisoutthertravel.com. By far the best way to plan your vacation. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and welcome to the three o'clock parade. It's the Professor Daniel Miller, Drunk at Disney, and as always, we're back. No, we're, wait, we're not always. We're back in the studio. We have Rhiannon. Hey. And on the West Coast, the left coast, where it's burning, apparently, it's Skipper Dick Ritchie. Well, it's not burning here, but something... something Knock in, on wood. Right? Something is in fire somewhere out here. Yeah. In oh. your pants. Oh, that's always burning. Those loins are burning for you. <laughs> um right now in fact skipper didn't uh Rhiannon just tell us that she has in fact got her hand in ice because she's so hot it was something that's like that. not the reason no something... uh, i wasn't really paying attention yeah. i know i don't either so i can't be mad <laughs> at you for not paying attention so. so explain to me again why you have your cup in your excuse me your hand in a cup <laughs> of ice um, because I have a ring stuck on my finger. Great. And congratulations. I... <laughs> hey, congrats. And I went off right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to work. No. Um, okay. no, it's freaking There's... me the fuck out. I'm like so claustrophobic and this is just like a, oh my God, I, I literally had to borrow bolt cutters from my neighbor because that is my backup plan if this doesn't work. What? Did it get squished or did it, um. No, I jammed it on there this morning and i just assumed that it would come off later but somehow my hand is swollen or something i don't know butter you need to just rub butter all over your finger i've tried hand cream i've already iced it earlier i'm icing it again and then apparently there's this hack um that i youtubed where if you slip um either floss or fishing line or ribbon under the ring and then wrap it around your finger you then like use the string to like un- i don't know it's it's weird it doesn't look like it's going to work but people swear by it so that's my next uh go to after icing it for a little bit to hopefully get the swelling to go down so. man I, I was yeah just, I, this is I, I, not quite our typical topics but i did watch you know that show shark tank Mm-hmm. Yes. They, they, one of the things was these uh, rings that were made out of, I don't know, let's just say plastic, um, some yeah. kind of special plastic. And Something they were giving classy. these horrific stats about how many people have their fingers ripped off and <laughs> injured by rings every year. What? Like Jimmy Th- That's Fowler not the right thing to tell me right now. <laughs> tell me. You know, like Jimmy Fallon, he, he bought, got his hand, finger ripped off because of a... I think he was like drunk in his kitchen and fell and ripped his, ripped, almost what? ripped his whole finger off. That yeah. sounds like an urban legend. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. How is that even happening? I don't know. I'm telling you, look it up. Gibbard Christie is always pounding away on that keyboard. I'm not really interested in looking up <laughs> any of that stuff. <laughs> no. None of that sounds like porn uh, to me. 
Um, first off, I want to give a shout out to Skipper Lauren for the uh, interesting take on the Boma jingle uh, that we had to kick off the show. Boma in the morning, Boma in the evening, Boma. It was stuck in my head. Thank you, Ziva. Skipper Dick Ritchie, you have been spending a lot of time, a lot of time uh, at Disneyland. Uh, yeah, as any sane human should. What's you been what's been doing? What you been what's been going on up there? I uh, just enjoying the holidays, man. The uh you know, everything's decorated for the holidays, but it's still haunted holiday at the um haunted mansion. And then um they released those cool jungle cruise mugs at Trader Sam's. I want one, I want one, I want one. Which are really cool. Well, if I can get more. They're two per person, so it's it's kinda hard to get. Do um, they look better in person than they did in that picture? Oh, they what are you definitely. About? Do. They look adorable. A lot of people are complaining because they feel it's just gray, but it's actually not. It's kind of like a darker gray that eases up, and it's they're actually really really cool. <laughs> um, and then they're also doing the uh, festival of holidays, which is kind of like our own little mini version of food and wine, or your version of Epcot's festival of the holidays. Yeah, mini, mini. <laughs> it's time. But it's really good. The food's good. The drinks are good. Um, do they do the uh, annual pass holder thing where you pay like $45 and they give you a little lanyard with a bunch of little clips that you can trade in for food? Out there? No. Oh, man. No. They let you, they, here's what they do. They let you use your annual pass to come in and pay full price for <laughs> food oh. and wine samples. Yeah, it's really cool. It's very innovative. Uh, oh, that sounds innovative. like a good deal. That sounds like a pretty good yeah. deal. <laughs> Yeah. No, so out, so out here, uh, they do this thing, and they do it for our tiny little food and wine festival, which we also have. Um, they do this thing where you pay $45, and the, you, like I said, you get a lanyard, and it's got these little like tabs or tickets on it that you can then trade in for any of the food samples while you're there. So, you know, as long as you're spending more than $7 per plate, which a lot of the places do, um, it's pretty good. You, uh, you know, you get some, it's, it's a good deal and you get a lot of good They have food. had that, not for pass holders, but they have had those before at Food and Wine where they had like a, a lanyard with the clips uh, and people did some of like, tried to figure out how to make that worth it. But I'm not sure if they did that this year. Definitely not with like a pass holder discount or anything. Hmm. Boo. Boo. Boo is right. Boo. Yeah, but it was So, cool. one thing we didn't talk about last week while Skipper Dick Ritchie was in Trader Sam's that I was kind of curious about. That was great. We did not talk Skipper Dick Ritchie about uh, Coco. I love Coco. Coco. I still haven't seen it. Oh my gosh, it's so good. You should go see it. Take clean. Did you cry like a baby? Every time. I've seen it multiple times and I cried every time. Really? Yeah, it's oh, really man. good. Without giving away like what happens, like what... what at which point, I'm curious when, because I did not cry like a baby. I mean, I, I <gasps> love the movie. I absolutely love it. You're heartless. But I'm wondering at I, mean, I haven't point, seen it, but I'm just going to say you're heartless. No, but at which point does it turn to super, I want to cry? That's what I, I guess I need to talk to you privately about this, and we can discuss your crying privately. But I'm trying to figure <laughs> out exactly which point people that are really getting emotional about it. I think, because, I, I mean, without giving anything away, because everybody that's that's talked about it on Twitter says that they have, you know, like the last mm-hmm. 20 minutes of the movie 
they yeah. uh, kind of fall apart. So yeah, it's great though. It is uh, exactly. But the reason I brought it up too is is a lot of people are saying that this should. Uh, they're like, so of course is they're, they're going to make a ride or they're going to do an overlay onto the Mexico ride or something. And I just don't see it coming for Coco, like a ride. Uh, I mean, you don't see the. Sorry. No, no, no. Oh. Please go ahead. I just say you don't see the overlay for Grand Fiesta Tour. I mean, they already have the Day of the Dead section. I could see them maybe sticking a couple different, uh, maybe some characters. Like, like instead of the regular generic skeletons, I could see them putting the characters up there. Um, yeah. I don't see them doing a complete overlay for Coco. I don't see, I, I don't see it for Coco. But as much as it's a great movie, I don't. That yeah, people are think it's a foregone conclusion, and I, that just doesn't seem doesn't seem uh the reception hasn't been i think where they're like oh my god we got to get this into a ride as soon as possible to capitalize on this immense swell of popularity of coco i think it just depends on how it's doing like you know at the box office and how long it lasts in the in that spot because you know i i don't want them to treat it like they did frozen where they just put that in front of everything you know (laughs) like i don't want it to be the new frozen Um, right but um you know i and and i think it's interesting that it uh like in california adventure they actually had a like a whole like coco celebration before the movie even came out and now that the movie's out and popular there's almost nothing um yeah you know like you walk around and you're like hey where's all the coco stuff and they're like well <laughs> it's already out at the movies so we're not going to bother um but you know, I mean, it, it's it's doing well. in In two weeks, it's mm-hmm. made one hundred and ten million dollars. This past weekend, it was another twenty seven million. Uh, everybody thought that it was going to be like a big battle between Justice League and Coco, and Justice League had its day in the sun that weekend. And after that, Coco took over. So, you know, I think if it just, I think the one of the big things, especially for it internationally, is um, prior to. Coco, the biggest movie ever in Mexico was The Avengers, which I thought was just odd and funny. (laughs) But uh, the first weekend of its release, or the first week or whatever, because it was actually released in Mexico before the United States. Um, Before it came out in the U.S., it had already surpassed The Avengers and is now the biggest release, um, you know, at least in Mexico. So it's pretty interesting. Oh, I can imagine that for sure. I mean, it was... Oh, yeah. It just visually was so cool. Like it just visually looked amazing. I loved. I loved. I absolutely loved the movie. It was great. Um, I want to see it. You go you're gonna see love it. it. It's so good. Yeah, you're gonna love it. So it is. It's just a super fun. And and I think some properties are better as shorts. And I think moving not this not the movie wouldn't. But I think moving forward, the hit the kid will be awesome. In like would be great in shorts. Like his future career. You know what I mean? Like so. Speaking of shorts. Dun, dun, dun. Should I wait to see Coco um, until they take the Olaf short out of it? <laughs> well, that's the thing. So I don't like. I don't hate the Olaf short. It's just not. It's not a short to begin with. It's a featurette. Um, and Whatever. Well, no, no. It's important because the short's only like five minutes, and you watch it, and you're like, "Oh, that was really good," and it's over. This thing's like, you know, it's literally a television show without commercials. So it's yeah, it's over twenty minutes. And I think that's the problem is that, one, when people are, you know, when families are going to go see these things, they're not expecting to sit in the movie theater for over two hours. Um, and that's before you even yeah. include, um, 
you know, trailers and stuff like that. So once you include mm-hmm. the trailers and then this thing, um, and then the entire Coco movie, like I, I'm sure a ton of families were just like, "Oh my gosh, we just need to, we need to get out of here." <laughs> um, for me, I was Thanks. like, I just wanted it to be more of a. Uh, I wish they had just done like a quick five minute thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think somebody said that like the Frozen thing might already be, like. A TV special, like in the next week or two, where they're just going to show it on TV and just get it over with. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I was just trying to figure out. Yes. I was just going to say that I read murmurs of there being some kind of, like, I don't know, issue with it or conflict or something. Like Disney was scrambling to pull it really fast, or I thought it was basically scandalous and. The best I could find in my research was just that people thought it was too long and boring. Yeah, because so like is that it? That's that's the oh, whole yeah, totally. story. Totally. Okay, like I didn't. And that's that's saying, I didn't hate it, but I've seen I've seen Coco four times now, and uh, I, so which means I had to sit through that thing four times, and um, yeah, wow. you know, yeah. right. Oh, wow. I could do that more than one time. I mean, it was. It was what it was, what it was, but it was absolutely a te- made-for-TV show, and it was okay, but it wasn't like it was even like the, the songs weren't even really all that good. You know, it's like so it was it was fine, but uh, I think it did help that I knew going into it that there was a 25-minute movie ahead of the movie, so I had that mindset going in. Right. Well, <laughs> and I think that's the other thing a lot of people didn't realize. Like everybody expects yeah. to go in and watch. You know, a short because we've kind of been trained that that's what you get now in front of a Pixar movie, or any really almost any animated movie, and uh, and instead you're kind of like, wait, is this the wrong movie? Like, what did I go see? Yeah. This, is, this isn't Coco. Where's that little kid with the skeletons? Yeah, well, I'm glad everyone loves it. It's fun. We needed another good movie, and it was good. Yeah, for Thank sure. Good. good. Um. Thing we did not talk about. Oh, Skipper Richie and Rihanna, did you see that? Uh, if you had thousands of dollars of uh, expendable cash, that tons of the uh, <laughs> props and decorations from uh, Disneyland rides, but especially Tower of Terror, were up for auction. Yeah, I saw that sign someone was posting. I don't have that kind of money. No, nor do I. I want to, though. But don't you want to know somebody who does do their house and all this stuff, and you could go visit? (laughs) That'd be awesome. I think you're just talking about um, John Stamos. (laughs) Everybody just wants to know John Stamos. (laughs) You know he's in there. And um, uh, and the patron saint of the 3 o'clock parade, Neil Patrick Harris, who uh, um, the other day was on Twitter and he posted like a picture of him in his kitchen and somebody said, Hey, is that a, that's a cool replica of the Disneyland haunted mansion. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. And he's like, well, actually it's an <laughs> <You> original. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> it's actually not a uh, replica yeah, of it. This is the real thing. Motherfucker. Yeah. This is the real thing. So like they have all kinds of things. It's not just, I mean, they are selling a lot of stuff. I don't know who Waffle Rogers is, but he seems like he's a pretty important part of Disney history. Must be a uh, Imagineer. They're selling all kinds of his Waffle Rogers. Oh. But, but I'm just saying, for example, like his construction hat for Walt Disney World, 
go is currently bidding for two hundred and twenty five dollars for his construction hat. But uh, uh, Whoa. Yeah, there's like dogs fighting wow. outside or something. Like, oh, what do you think? It's like a dog I'm... slash rooster. <laughs> You're having dog fights at your house, Skipper to Gritchie? Well, not... You gotta make some money going. somehow. It does it's not free yeah. to go to Disneyland, so <laughs> So true. You're, that's so true. Um, what do you think a General Electric's Progress Land World's Fair patch from uh, 1964 would go for? A little patch for your shirt. Uh, Two dollars. Two hundred and fifty bucks. Hundred dollars. <laughs> that's All right, expect- smack in the middle. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. So uh, we're we're gonna need some more expendable cash from somebody on the parade here. Is what we're gonna need. Seriously. Yeah, we need to get yeah. a GoFundya set up <laughs> go fund you yep what exactly do you need it for medical bills or adoption no actually we need a uh, a patch for my shirt yeah, that says just... progress land want to buy some toys that we can't really afford <laughs> um skipper dick richie you'll be happy to know that disneyland is the number one most photographed location on instagram in 2017 that might be just me by myself, though. <laughs> I just walk around just I, holding down the shutter. I'm just like, all right, let's take more pictures. I did not know Skipper DeGritchie was uh, even on Instagram until I saw a shirtless Same. picture of Skipper DeGritchie in the Disneyland Trader Sam's bathroom. <laughs> There's, that's a whole hashtag. I know. <laughs> I had forgotten about that until I saw a picture of Skipper DeGritchie with his shirt off in the bathroom. And now that's definitely something I'm going to be doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to have to... Maybe we'll take a whole group in there. Wait, I stopped paying attention, and then I came back to, like, this. But why it's so good? Here, here's the deal. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little refresher. You're going to take your shirt off with no, us. No, I'm not. No, yeah. like, definitely no. not. It's so good, though. <laughs> no. So you, you take no. your shirt off, and no. then you take a picture inside no. the bathroom with the wallpaper behind no. you. No. And then you no Harvey Weinstein no hashtag oh it's not even the best part is that it was a group of girls that started this it wasn't even but you hashtag Trader Sam's bathroom selfie and uh, if you search for that on Instagram you're going to be just very pleasantly surprised I doubt that I would be it's so good man Uh, I feel like I I hate to like but of course it gets me thinking what kinds of bathroom shots could we uh, begin here uh, in other places, and the the other great place in a bathroom is the uh, at Fort Wilderness by the Hoopty Doo, where they have that one where all the cowboys are scratching their butts. That'd be a good spot too. Well, somebody asked you know me. Somebody said, "How come they don't do that in Florida?" And it took me a second, then I realized because they don't have a bathroom at Trader Sam's in Florida, which I thought was kind of weird. And I'm assuming it's a one-erd. Is it a one Like, you go in, it's like a one-stall? Is that what it is? Like a family restroom, kind of? No, no, no. There's a, there's a girl and a guy bathroom in the, uh, you know, in the bar. Now, okay. each one is pretty much, you know, that, that's a one-person visit. Right. But, uh, well, but yeah, because you it's have to funny. leave. You know, you have to leave the, you have to leave the bar, walk around by, uh, what is that other thing called? Hooks or... Captain, Captain Cooks. Cooks. Yeah. And use that so bathroom. Close. And use that bathroom. So. Cooks, Captain Cooks. Yeah. 
So that and that would that's a huge bathroom. So that would not be a, quite as fun to be like getting taking your shirt off in front of everybody, and it wouldn't be that as nearly as uh, right. intimate. Right. Oh God, stop it! Everyone's keeping their clothes on. Why is it so lame? <laughs> so which bathroom are we going to pick to start doing pantless photos, Rhiannon? Oh. Oh my God, I hate you. Well, you have to find one that only has like one person. Um. Or you know, a one-person bathroom that they can sneak into. Yeah. Oh, there's so many options here, so it's just we'll have to do some some research. Um, but let's see, Instagram named Disneyland Park in Anaheim, the number one. Um, and let's see, other uh, Disney properties were among the top of their list, but uh, four Disney parks have cracked the top ten. Let's see, so number one was Anaheim Disneyland, Tokyo Disneyland, number five, Disney World's Magic Kingdom at number six, and Disney's California Adventure. At number nine, so a lot of Disney parks. Uh, yeah, nice. Instagram. Wonder if the majority of those are purple walls and other kinds of walls. I don't know if we have a, uh, you know, purple wall out here that people take a lot. I of think the Sam's of. bathroom is the is yeah, the purple maybe. wall. You know That'd be I mean? great. Yeah. Must be. Must be. Let's see what else we got. Hey, Skipper Dick Richie, we were. Uh, they did release plans. A couple of weeks ago, we had talked about where they were going to put that big theater in the Magic Kingdom. Yep. And it is, like, kind of way back there in that parking lot. So there must be some sort of tube, like we had talked about. So it does look like that is what they will do. Some kind of, like, tube entrance. That I works. I think we were right. You were right. Whoever was right. Somebody was it right. might have been you. Probably me. I did. Oh, me. <laughs> I'm going with me. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, scale of 1 to 10, Skip to Richie, how excited are you for a Black Panther meet and greet coming at Disney's California Adventure? Uh, I actually, I'm actually pretty excited about that. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about it, and they actually thought that it was the like actor that was just going to be hanging out, and I was like, no, no, no. It's the actual <laughs> Black Panther. Not the guy that plays the Black like Panther a- in the movies, but the actual superhero will be there. They're like, he's taking a bit of a pay cut to uh, work yeah. at the theme park. So <laughs> you're telling me it's not like a kitty cat in a kitty cat costume? Sure, if that's what you want to believe, that works. Uh, so uh, that's coming. More Marvel. More Marvel. Um, oh, yeah. any, have we heard maybe um, Bugs Land is still kicking it right now, right? We still oh, have oh, that? Oh, yeah, that's still, that's still a thing. And that will probably stay there. Like, they're going to have to fix all the Pixar Pier stuff first. So that'll probably be there for a few months at least, right? Yeah. Like, at least through January. I don't imagine that's going anywhere anytime soon. Good. Because I have, you know, another thing that I had forgotten that Disneyland has was the Casey Jr. train in the Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I forgot about that one. And I'm like, I'm seeing pictures of things that I, oh, just getting so excited. Uh, Let's see. Black Panther. (laughs) Uh, oh, I'd like to quickly do. Do you know what time it is? Skipper Gucci, fire up the music, please. Oh, I can. We totally have a three o'clock parade. Rum Runners Fantasy Football League update. The playoffs are are upon us. We have the playoff team. Um, Skipper Gucci, you'll be happy to know that your team, the Guardians of the Gridiron, have made the playoffs. Nice. Boo. How are we doing? Or is that something that's going to come up later? Away team, home team. Wait, what is going on here? Hang on. <laughs> I don't Hit think... latest, not yeah. top. 
right. All right, hang on. Let's come back to this. I don't think this is right. Stop the music. Stop the music. All right, stop. And uh, let's quickly go to something equally as important, and that is the Rhiannon. Somebody has to come in and knock off Rhiannon from her college football bowl pick'em league. Nah, not gonna happen. Sure, sure. Um, so every year I do a college football bowl pool, and we've in the past couple of years opened it up to our listeners and friends on Twitter. Um, there are two options if you want to join in. You can do uh, just a bragging rights, no money exchange, sign on up. Or you can pay $10 and actually be in the running for some money. Um, cash prizes will be based, of course, on the number of people I get involved. But anyways, it's lots of fun. And despite the fact that I don't know the difference between a wide receiver and a tight end, I win every year. I know. Sum, sum it up. Are you trying to still play? Yeah, are you still trying to claim that it's not rigged? Um, I have... Our dear friend Scott, Disney Cruise Line Scott, um, actually now hosts the website. He's built a site for me. So this is all online and I no longer have to use Excel spreadsheets. Um, so if I win again and you think it's rigged, I'd say go yell at him. So, um, all right. Uh, well, that sounds good. How do we contact you oh. via what? Um. Yeah, just tweet at me, and I'll send you the link. It's probably the easiest way, because I, mean, I could tell you the link right now, but no one wants to be listening to a podcast in the car on the way to work and grabbing a pen, so yeah, just tweet at me. So tweet at Rhiannon. So quickly back to the 3 o'clock parade, Rum Runners, Spanish Football League. Skipper DeGritchy, you are in the playoffs. You'll be playing the Colin team of Polly Beach. She works out. Um... The other teams that have made the playoffs would be White but Very Tan. That's Bay Lake Spence against Uga Chaka. This is West Queensland and uh, Yo Pauly, New Jersey. Um, the Gen Z Gen Z team is playing Most Awful with sh- Chance of Shitty. <laughs> <laughs> but most importantly, Rhiannon, can you believe it? You guys oh, I can. Early, but you no. and Christina, the Monster Squad, have made the mm-hmm. playoffs. Fuck yeah, yeah. You'll be playing Hail Mary Poppins uh, in that game. And then uh, us, the Bellow Street Brawlers, presented by White Claw, will be uh, playing against uh, Under the Influence. The playoffs begin right now. Really? Yeah. Do you mean, like, tomorrow or something? Weekend. They're on. The playoffs are on this weekend, so... We'll have more updates to go. So all three of the hosts of the 3 o'clock parade are in the playoffs. How is that possible? Because my work fantasy football, we don't have playoffs until next week. Well, they have to do the playoffs now because uh, we need the real teams to still be playing and not uh, the full the full schedule is still playing. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So there you go. 3 o'clock parade, Rum Runners, Fantasy Football League. You guys ready for a little Ask Sour Boner this evening? I was born ready. I was right. born ready for boners. That's the spirit. Um, really breaking news from uh, Raising Fangirls. Uh, Ask Sour Boner, I have a monorail going around my tree. <laughs> oh, that's super cool. I want that. 
Yeah, raising fangirls. Uh, there's a photo of a uh, monorail around a tree, as well as a fangirl, future fangirl, playing with said monorail. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. She also has a very cool uh, Mickey and Minnie uh, tree skirt. Oh, I wanted to get that. See, I couldn't have a monorail going around my tree because Dizzy likes to sleep under the tree like a little present. And I don't think he would appreciate a monorail going around the tree. Mm. So, yeah. Knock it off. Uh, I told you, and I ran it, I got a cat. You told me, and I'm so happy for you. Breaking news. Uh, breaking news. Uh, there is a, uh, a uh, drunken Disney cat whose name is Nacho. I think Nacho needs her own uh, Twitter account. Nacho the cat? Nacho cat. Mm-hmm. Nacho yeah. cat. Nacho cat. Nacho cat. So uh, welcome to the well, 3 o'clock shade Sour Boniverse, Nacho cat. Yes. Um, Carol with a K. Skipper to Gritchie, I'm going to d- see if you have any of these, too. What funny things were you told as a cast member that is not guest appropriate? Hers is, uh, quote, plush will fit so much better if you 69 them. <laughs> it's, uh, I believe she's at the Disney store now uh, as a cast member at the Disney store. Do, was there anything in, uh, inappropriate that was used around uh, your neck of the woods there when you were here, Skipper DeGrucci? I think it was more us being inappropriate than the guest. <laughs> being inappropriate. Yeah. I, uh, you? Inappropriate? What? Who would say such a thing? Craziness. Yeah. There was always it was always hard because there would be always those people that you worked with that would be inappropriate, and then there's always be that one person that's like, so offended. Yeah. What can you do? You just have to weed those people out early, <laughs> and then not hang out with them. Um, none of those people would listen to the three o'clock parade. Let's put it that way. Not for long, at least. Right. No. <laughs> Uh, let's see where we got. Um, skip, uh, let's see. Uh, Ask Sarah Boner from Outer Rim Gym. Which the what is the biggest outrage? Which is the bigger outrage? A rumors of Hall of Presidents opening before Christmas, or B <laughs> the fact that Pixar Coco end credits were one million times better than the Frozen short. Definitely the first one. Yeah. Oh, and by the like way, might- I am actually recording this while wearing my hashtag not my hollow president's shirt oh nice still no word as to what state the hall of presidents would be in if they opened it um uh, not really nothing coming from them on this i think they're still just waiting to see if they really have to do this or not yeah i don't know i i feel they're, they're <sighs> putting it off to the last possible minute like let's just wait like let's just wait and see let's just yeah Oof. Uh, let's see. Diz Counselor Dan throws in with a uh, a uh, SR Boner. Should this be a new Animal Kingdom bar? Hashtag SR Boner. The answer is yes, by the way. What should the bar be named? And let me tell you what it is. Uh, she, it is a amazing walking elephant bar creature. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really it's a, cool. That is amazing. That would be so cool. Uh, where could they put that? And it actually walks down the street. So it would be like a moving bar in this giant elephant that goes down the street. I can't see anything that would go wrong with this. No. It's also spraying things out of its trunk. and 
like champagne. It could be like, you know, like when you win the, you know, Daytona oh, yeah, 5. <laughs> Elephant is just spraying champagne down the... Oh, I would put this under the likely category. No? No? Sure, sure. I want... <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put you it in that, this? my I want category. Uh, I think so. The uh, uh, Starbucks at Disney Springs is starting this thing that if you're shopping in Disney Springs, they will deliver your Starbucks order to you basically anywhere in Disney Springs. Hmm. That's pretty cool. So, that is pretty cool. So Barack Ohana, who is the president of the 3 O'Clock Parade podcast, says, how about delivering Lapu Lapus? I don't know. Maybe just going to the bar is better. So how about a nonstop shuttle directly to the Tambu? I'd call it Tamboober. I love it. Tamboober. Tamboober. That would be great, though, to have drinks delivered to you really in the park, though. You don't really need it. Um, Specifically like Magic a, Kingdom. Yeah. Because if you're at the hotel, just going to the bar is better. Absolutely. But when you're at the park, sometimes you're like, well, I kind of want to stand here and watch this musician, but... I get me a uh, Lapu Lapu while I'm standing here. That'd be great. I would like to get some Tamboober, though. I like that. They definitely dropped the ball on the minivan, calling it minivan instead of Tamboober. Well, because the minivan is done with Lyft, not Uber. So mm, there you oh, go. You're, God, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't have they started this. Um, remember, they kept saying they were going to start the boat Uber like legitimately. I've still yet to see this. I don't, what is it? What do you, I don't uh, know if that is. What? Like they were going to have a boat you could get on like at the Grand Floridian, they would take you, say, to the Wilderness oh, Lodge. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't, I just think that was so great. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't normally see it at the Grand, so I don't really, I don't know. Wow. Start staying at the Grand. You're right. Make, make more money, dummy. Yeah, dummy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> we, got a, we have one from uh, Aaron Myers from Los Angeles, California. Okay. He sent us some dick pics, Disney dick pics, for you to describe to your listeners. Skipper Richie, do you Sweet. have this one? I do. I, I have it right here. I would like you. I would like to hear a Skipper to Gritchie description of the three dick pics. Um. Well, it's uh, the three dicks from, you know, that are famous within Disney. So it's Dick Sherman, Dick Van Dyke, and damn it, I can't remember the name of the other guy. Dick. Um, I think he was in the Apple Dumpling Gang, wasn't he? He's like gambling here with three card uh, Marley or whatever. Yeah, let me. Apple. Apple dumpling game. So it's. No? Dick? Dick Winslow. Is that right? It sounds great. Sure. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. It's just. Dick Winslow came up. Dick Wilson, yeah, that is him. Dick, Dick Winslow, there Dick Winslow, go. yeah. As a matter of fact, in this movie, he's Slippery Sid. You kind of saying Dick a lot. Dick. Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary for us, right? 
Um, Skipper Richie, you got to meet up with Textoso Jake, I believe, over the weekend. Is that correct? Yeah, Jake and Ryan and uh, and Aaron. All three of us hung out. Damn, what a crew. So he had a uh, very good ass hour boner that I would like to do right now. Oh, go um, for it. Traveling Salesman had posted that on the Mark Twain, they are now selling boysen apple freezes on the Mark Twain. So Jake would like to know, what's the best alcohol to add to a boysen apple freeze? Hmm. How about McGillicuddy's apple pie? I don't even know what the fuck it is. It's like something whiskey-ish, but it tastes like apple pie. It's really good. Oh, that does sound good. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it. I was just going to go with something plain like vodka because it's probably already sweet, but My. apple pie on top of apple pie sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. I would definitely get down and eat some of that pie. Just saying. Sounds good. Um, speaking of earlier, we had Skipper Lauren with the uh, musical... Uh, beginning to the show. She has a uh, ass sour boner. Um, what's the best Disney tune for drunken karaoke at Kimonos? Party World. Oh, that is a good one. That's always strong. Always. Party World or Whole New World? No, Party World. See, I think I would have to go with Whole New World mm. as a, as a uh, duet. Duet, though? Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely think that I would go. So I like part of your world, but I would go with whole new world um, as the duet version. That would be great. Um, a lot of Disney songs at Kimonos. I've actually uh, never spent a lot of time in Kimonos. Or is it mostly like uh, secular music? No, usually it's just it's just whatever. It's like a regular karaoke place. But they will play it. I think I would do a girl worth fighting for. That would be awesome. Yeah. I'm it, still not a, not a bar worth fighting for? Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> then we could just change the lyrics. We could do whatever we that wanted with it. Would be so I, Oh, we got to make that happen sometime. We got to find <laughs> out if they have it and then do some of our uh, live performances of uh, these songs. Conveniently located near the Pissa. Pissa. We did, um... What was that other song? The Neil Diamond song. We did that at Tambu Lounge one year. You did karaoke at Tambu? No, we just... Sweet Caroline? Yeah, we did... Yeah, but what was the cover that we did of... Sweet Sweet Bar of Mine. Yeah, Sweet Bar of Mine. Yeah, we sang Sweet Bar of Mine there without background music. Oh, damn, you know it. Yeah, we just belted it out. Good song. Nice. Good song. Yeah. Oh, I really wanted to. I wanted to get Rhiannon's uh, reaction to this, though. There was a, a news report, uh, breaking news, a little while ago that um, the cool ship in Tomorrowland, you know, the little uh, drink cart there, mm-hmm. is now selling sushi. <laughs> so uh, perfect steaming. I couldn't you think of anything to, better. Would you be willing to eat sushi from the uh, cool ship in Tomorrowland? I mean, willing, as in, like, someone buys it for me and says, here, I dare to eat this? Sure. Willing, as in, I'm going to go out of my way to go and spend money and choose this as my meal as opposed to something else? No. I think it's California cool, roll. to be honest with you. But is it, like, gas station sushi, or... Uh, well, I'm not even, have it. It's not even it's, that. It's 
I don't think that the sushi at what's its face, whatever the quick service thing in Japan and Epcot is good quality. So I can't imagine this being good quality. So this is like, it's not like I think it's going to be food poisoning. I just don't think it's going to be very tasty. So. Right. right. I just think that um, a lot of things that I hear that people complain about between the differences between the two, the East and West Coast, is that there really isn't any good, um, you know, like counter service. Like it's all just burgers and hot dogs. So I kind of think it's cool. At least they're doing something. Yeah. To try I would to agree. It up. Yeah. Well, I but I also agree with the article, which said, like, it's sort of shocking they're doing this because people bitched about Skipper Canteen and, like, you know, Magic Kingdom actually trying to have innovative new menus and people complain, where's the pizza and corn dogs? So, I don't know. <sighs> Freaking. I know. They ruin everything. Yeah, no kidding. Well, uh, yeah, I'm wondering how that. I mean, I, I, I wonder if people actually were like, where's the pizza and corn dogs? Or people just weren't just, just weren't going there. You know, because because the, the, that's the one thing too that these more experimental, interesting dishes are often also the highest price ones. Maybe the price point are just really high on some of these items. I don't know. Well, they also didn't make it easy to just go to the restaurant because you couldn't just go to Disney dining. Remember, you had to like yeah. wait till the yeah. day of, and then make a make a same day reservation and hope that it was there. So if anybody was planning their day at the park. In advance and booking, you know, fast passes uh, that may not necessarily work because they were like, "Man, well, we know we're yeah. going to have this open spot." But like, I feel right, like they yeah. they updated that a while ago. Oh, I'm just and saying, like right off the like, bat. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, I think that the timing of them changing their reservation policies versus the timing of them changing their menu, I think they changed their reservation policies, policies way before the menu. So it was like once people started going, that's when they're like, oh my god, what's this? So weird. So mm. I Man. might be going shortly. I have not I've still never been to Skipper Canteen, but I think I'm I going I can't believe that. I enjoy the Skipper Canteen. Yeah. I do too. I, I go don't... all the time. I don't eat in the Magic Kingdom all that often, but I'm definitely gonna I think I'm gonna be going very shortly and I, I kinda hope so because I'm very excited. Um I wonder do, do either of you have any thoughts? This has been uh, around the Disney news uh a lot lately. First off, it was like, who was going to replace Bob Iger? Is it this Bob Chapek? But then now there's all this stuff about uh, Disney buying slash merging with Fox, uh. and then that guy taking over. So, any thoughts on this uh, that you guys have? Or uh, I actually I... just read an article on that. So, go ahead then. What's your take? Uh, no, it actually says that if the deal goes through, that Iger is going to stay on. Past 2019. Yeah, I read that too, but it was, it still didn't say that Chapek wouldn't be, or no, it would be whoever the Fox dude is. Yeah. So I don't know. And do you, do you see a lot of people, very mixed uh, emotions about this? Uh, I've been seeing both sides. Some people were very excited about uh, the idea of this Fox merger. Other people really don't want it. And then there's me who's like, just I really just want to have nicer bars and rides here at Disney World. So what's going to happen? I don't know. What's what? what which do you think? Yeah, is it's best? like, how does it affect me? Yeah, like I don't know Let's which way. Let's answer that. 
Um, and do you guys have an opinion on which is better for the uh, us who dislike the art? Bless you. Thank you. I'm sorry, what? Bless you. Holy smokes. Thank you. All right. Or is it still too early to tell what would be best for the park people? Well, I think, and I don't know shit. I basically have read the headlines and not the actual articles. Um, So don't listen to me. Um, But I would definitely assume that Chapek would be better than the Fox dude, because at least Chapek is currently the head of parks and resorts or something like that. And so he has that experience um versus if you just were like okay fox president dude you're it now like what the fuck does he have to do with anything so i definitely wouldn't want it just to like immediately automatically fall to him just because he's next in line um i definitely think there should be considerable thought given to who's going to be the best person for the job and i don't think it should just be a matter of like well i died and so you're the next royal heir so (laughs) yeah I, well, I did like I read I did read something about this Chapek is that he was we just saw an interview that he gave that um, you know I don't know that much about any of these guys but he was basically saying that one of the reasons he was so excited to come to Disney in the first place was he used to come on vacation with his family and I'm like that's the kind of person I want somebody who thinks of this place as a great place to go on vacation first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I almost think that if they picked anybody that didn't have that kind of mentality they'd be making a mistake right off the bat because yeah. you know the parks are just as big of a, a moneymaker as the as the films are so but i but i think that like some of the stuff that i was reading was people that were more into like the other parks and how that would be affected because essentially like fox has um what do you call it the simpsons <laughs> Yeah. So everybody was like, basically Universal is just going to be stuff owned by Disney and Warner Brothers, <laughs> you know, because that's what Harry Potter is. And and then the Fast and the Furious. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, then the <laughs> random Fast and the Furious. And then somebody brought up that, uh, you know, they got rid of the Bill and Ted show during um, the Halloween thing. And mm-hmm. that was probably the only original uh, Universal thing that was even at Halloween. So, you know, when oh. they make fun of Disney about IP, uh, I think this, like, deal with Fox would probably, you know, it's going to make everything at Universal on IP, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stay uh, tuned, I suppose. Yeah, but it, it's good also because I was, uh, from what I understood, there were some issues with, even though Disney bought uh, Lucasfilm, there was still some rights that were owned by Fox on like the original star Wars movies. And that could have been why the delay to release it on 4k has come out. Um, plus, you know, there's just all the like X-Men and all the other Marvel characters that are part of Fox. So a lot of people are thinking like, this is a good way to just get past all that. It's just like, all right, well, if you don't want to let us do it, we're just going to buy you and do what we, whatever we want anyway. We'll just fast forward to. Can we just fast forward to the part where basically everything is just one big company and uh, everyone works for one company? Well, pretty forward. much almost there. <laughs> I know, right? Um, let's see. Uh, Livy wants us, Skipper Dick Richie. He posted uh, the picture I took of that Polynesian Resort shirt that had the Shruggy and the Polynesian logo, but then yeah, also Mickey and Donald. And I said I preferred it. Um, I would like one that just has the Polynesian. You said you loved it. 
So he says, can you and Drunken Sam's take two shots of rum and then debate the appeal of this shirt on the next 3 o'clock parade? All right, where's your rum? Uh, I, think right. we need uh, to, I think you need to do that at a bar. You're the only person that hasn't had a bar show yet. So I had know. one. Uh, I, did, I did when I went to St. Louis. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. I did when I went to St. Louis. That was my bar show. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, but uh, let's see. I would love more merchandise that's just for the resorts. Like, I love the resort, resort characters. Um, so as much as I do love Mickey and Minnie, obviously, too, I would love one that just has it. it that definitely appeals to me um, than the mixing of the Polynesian characters with the Disney characters. I actually saw that shirt in the wild at Disneyland uh, this past week, and I was like, man, it's a cool shirt. It is a cool <laughs> shirt. It really is. It is. I hope they keep coming up with more and more and more and more. Um, Libby with a follow-up. Oh, yeah, that he says Animal Kingdom Lodge at the back of the where he started it. Star Wars Hotel in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Next, a new hotel in Future World at Epcot. Are in park hotels the next wave? And where will Magic Kingdoms go? Hashtag Deluxe Plus. Hashtag <laughs> so. And a. Uh, Gift of Pitbull, Amanda, 999 Happy Hops' favorite artist. We at the Hotel Motel Holiday Inn. Um, I do see these, these boutique hotels are very unique, and it always makes me think I can't believe there, A, there's, I can't believe there's not a Harry Potter one yet, and B, yeah. um, I always wanted it at the World Showcase at Epcot, though, but I do love the idea of possibly going back to the original Walt Disney idea of a big hotel inside of a transportation hub at an Epcot in the middle of the property gets my uh, creative juices flowing. Oof. Just the thought of your juices flowing makes me kind of... <laughs> I thought you'd love that. Same sees. Throw up sees. But the thing with um, where would the Magic Kingdom ones go, that's what's kind of cool. Like the original design of the Seven Seas Lagoon area was to be that the Polynesian was kind of in Adventureland-ish, and that the uh, contemporary was kind of seen from Tomorrowland, that those were almost Magic Kingdom area uh, hotels. But if you were going to put one in the Magic Kingdom, it would, ha I would, would have to be in Adventureland. How cool would that be? It would be cool, but I feel like the obvious answer is Cinderella's Castle. Yeah. You could even go... Yeah. Just rebuild the whole castle as a, a, part, uh, as a hotel complex? Yeah. <laughs> How amazing would that be? It'd be pretty sweet. Is that, Can you just imagine the, the prices in those rooms? They would make the bungalows at the Polynesian look affordable. Because they don't even, I don't even think they have a price on the one that's in there, the suite. I mean, they, yeah, they just the dream suite. give it to people. Um, but I can't imagine what the price is that they would ever put on that. Yeah. Other than the fact that cray cray. Night, you're actually locked in there. You can't leave <laughs> throughout the night. That's still kind of fucking cool. Yeah, I think it's a cool. I'm, I'm over here with it. Oh. Do they still have the one in California, Skip, in the, uh, that, whatever that room is by the Pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, I mean, see? the building is there and the structure, and, you know, everything's still up there, but that's where they do that Royal uh, 21 or whatever, Royal Street 21. Yeah. So I don't think they use it for the room anymore. They just rent it out for $12,000 a night and make you dinner. Damn. Huh. Okay. It's going to be a good dinner. 
Add that to the list. Holy smokes. Yeah. It's going to be expensive. This is great. Expensive. Man. All right. One thing that I brought up over the week, and I was like, thing that I'm thinking about a lot is when they open Star Wars land, both in California and in uh, Florida, it's going to be so, um, so many people are going to want to ride these rides. And like, um, it'd be almost impossible to kind of guarantee that everybody that buys a ticket that day can get on these rides. Um, so Ben Adramade Bowers wants to know, what's the max you would fork out for a ticket that guaranteed a ride on all the Star Wars attractions um, within that first six months? Like what? If I'm going to let it, you guess how much I would spend. Uh, you'd spend zero, I believe. That is correct, sir. What about you, Skip? Uh, if they do offer, which I anticipate possibly them doing a lot of uh, hard ticket events. Is there kind of a price that you would be willing to pay for this? Um, or is there a price you wouldn't be willing to pay? More? I mean, that's a tough one. I mean, I paid three hundred dollars for like breakfast, so yeah, um, I think it, that seemed like a pretty comparable. That's a pretty comparable thing, I think. Well, and I, I, I. I I think maybe if it was like part of the uh, the Star Wars hotel, like part of that experience where, you know, you because uh, I kind of feel like it, they have to incorporate the land into that stay, right? Oh, absolutely! So, I feel like they, yeah. So is that part of it that you like? You know, you wake up in the morning and you find out that hey, there's something going on, and we're gonna like take a transport down there, and then you go down for the day and you do all your little like things and that's when they really like you know how they talked about how it would be interactive okay. and how they're going to keep track so you know they they've, they know you because you're already in the hotel you're wearing your little yeah. band and uh you get to ride all the rides and really interact with everything and then at the end they're like okay we got to get out of here because you know the first order is coming uh yep so if it was part of that stay yeah let's do that let's, I, whatever they want that's definitely my understanding of how it's going to work. Almost more like a cruise where you book like a three-day package and everybody checks in and out on the same days. Yeah. Right. You're with that group of people. So that would be cool. But the thing is, the reason that I always think about it is Pandora was such a mess um, at the beginning that but my interest level in this Star Wars land is so much higher that I'm surprisingly, like in my head, I'm like, well, I think I would be willing to buy, do one of these upcharge events to, to make it a pleasurable experience rather than try to like rope drop or fight for these fast passes. Um, Cause I think they're going to be really hard to get. Um, you know, if, if Pandora is any, <laughs> any indication, they're going to be virtually impossible to get fast passes. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure what I would be willing to pay. Cause I have to buy four of them probably. So it makes it a lot more. <laughs> it definitely plays a role because it's uh Right. I don't know. You're, you know, you're a grown up. So, you know, you grew up. I mean, yeah. Having the mm -hmm. times at my four changes a lot of your decision making. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's only two hundred dollars. Well, it's like eight hundred. So, um, but I definitely piqued my interest because of what I experienced at Pandora, which was, if if I didn't get into that preview, it would have taken a long time before I could go in without it. Yeah. Anyway, and, and I feel like it's going to last a lot longer at Star Wars Land than it did here in uh, Pandora, the, the crush. Yeah. 
Okay, um, Skipper Ritchie, do you have the uh, thing pulled up? <laughs> Always, buddy. What are we talking about? This is definitely... Uh, well, um, Gabriel the Builder has quote tweeted uh, a post from Gizmodo, which is, uh, they have some serious questions about these Star Wars-themed sex toys. And there is oh. a very unique uh, yes. C-3PO item, which is a brass... Butt plug. Uh, it's a item. butt plug. Nice. That's why I called you in on that one. This is definitely up your alley. <laughs> why yeah, is that up my alley? It might soon be up his alley. Woof. <laughs> Woof on that. Um, he says, Gabriel wants to know, is there a special place in hell for these things, or just a special drawer in Diz Twitter's collective nightmare? I think you mean a special body cavity. <laughs> yeah, right? did we once talk about possibly a uh, magic band accessory? But... <laughs> I, I don't think know. Does just... it have to do with Harrison Ford's hand? Yeah, was it? I think that's just your Amazon, your your Amazon account. You put like, my yeah. wish list. Yep, you're like I just want no, to. No, it's in of... your order history. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So uh, I definitely uh, think these are some interesting uh, options. And poor C-3PO. Well, I mean, you don't know. He might be into that shit. Well, yeah, and at least he's not facing he's the other living way. his best life. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's facing, facing out. He's not facing in, so. Hey-o. Tungaloosh! Uh, um. Let's see. That brings us to our last, that was our last hashtag ask sour boner. But then I, man, I immediately went to a, a conversation I had today about brunch at, uh, Top of the world, not top of the world, California Grill. Mm. I didn't realize they still did have unlimited mimosas going on. And it's really not that bad. It's 80 bucks where all you can eat and unlimited mimosas. I didn't know they were doing brunch, period. When did this start? Uh, It's been a while, I guess. Josh, Easy WDW, talked about it today. No, um, I saw it. I read your whole thread because I became very interested. And before Colin jumps in and says anything, no, it's not because of the mimosas. Um, just the food sounds amazing and the fact that it's all you can eat. And so I was like, oh, I want to go now. And yeah. yeah, why Why did I not know about this? I know. And everyone's saying like, because for example, when we go, you know, when you go to a brunch at a nice place here in Orlando, usually it's, I think standard is usually about $40 for the brunch and usually about 15 for the mimosa. So that's $55 off property. So 80 on property is totally right in line with that. You know, you get the on property upcharge. California Dude. Grill. Well, right, but but are they still accepting tables during this brunch hour? Oh, but it's either way. It's it really is attempting. No, I know. Awesome. But I mean, if you can slap an extra twenty percent off on that bad bad boy, like that's that's even Take better. Take care of your tip. Yeah, Take mm-hmm. care. Of your tip. Mm-hmm. So it's all I could think about all afternoon was um, brunch at the California Grill. Sounds awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Do they have anything like that at uh, Disneyland, Skipper Gritchie? Any restaurants that do like a brunch with unlimited mimosas? <laughs> uh, no, not that I can think of. The No, Ralph Brennan's does brunch, but it's not unlimited mimosas. But they do have a uh, build-your-own Bloody Mary. But you also pay like for that. each one. So. Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, that brings us, we came to the end here. Any final thoughts? Before we roll on out of here uh, to Brunchland, mm. I want to go to there. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that does sound good. Uh, if there's no final thoughts, we can go to our 
final float that has made a comeback, and it's the buffet from the California Grill brunch just rolling down with all the sushi, and there were car. There was a lot of great mm. cheeses. I heard about deviled meat. eggs. Deviled eggs. Like, talk more about deviled eggs. Oh, I don't know, but you can. I'd like to hear that. Not good. <laughs> I really want to. There we go. Yeah, that one's uh, fast. <laughs> well, good. So everybody, sign up for Rhiannon's uh, 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 not fantasy football, but bowl pick'em, so we can finally knock her off for. Her pedestal. Not gonna happen. Nope. Uh, and then we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye bye.